0: Hi, you're listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number 19. Hello, my lovely human friends. I hope you're having a great day. If this is the first episode of the show that you are listening to, welcome! You found the right place. If what you want is to figure out how to be kinder to yourself and how to make changes and achieve your goals and dreams from love and abundance instead of self-judgment and scarcity. The whole month of April 2023, in case you're listening to this sometime in the future, I have been interviewing women who are feeling some degree of burnout who have very generously volunteered to help me out with a new program that I am putting together and I am about to start offering soon to help professional women heal from and prevent burnout. So one of the questions that I've been asking them in that interview and a question that I want to ask you too right now is simple how is your relationship with yourself? How is that relationship with the inner voice in your mind? What is your internal dialogue like? How do you treat yourself when you make a mistake, when you forget something, when things don't go according to what you had planned and envisioned? Some people call this the inner critic's voice and In my program, I offer a a completely different way to call this voice that is much more helpful and, and loving, if you ask me, but you may have heard that name before. So how loud is that inner critic's voice? It can show up in different situations, like for example, when you want something, Anything, big or small, it can be that you want to take a nap, it can be you want a treat, it can be time for yourself, like an hour on the weekend, or a whole three-day trip with friends, or maybe a promotion, a new car, a loving, intimate relationship with your partner. What does that voice say? Does it say that you can't have it, or does it tell you that you can't? Does it tell you to go for it or does it say um, all the reasons why you can't have it or don't deserve it or it will never work? Does it nudge you, encourage you and support you to figure out how to make it happen? Because there is no doubt that if you want something, it's yours. Or does it rain on your parade? How does that inner voice call your most secret wishes and desires? Does it judge them? Does it call them silly or grandiose? Or who do you think you are to even want that? What is it for you? Just take a second to to realize, to take notice of how the inner voice talks, what is the tone, and what your relationship with it is. Like, do you take the beating, so to speak, or do you talk back and kind of like, fight a little bit with, with that voice? One client recently said to me, she said, well, I normally treat myself just fine. I am not overly mean or anything. And then she made a pause, and I could see she was thinking or remembering, like the wheels were turning, and then she told me about a recent experience at work where, without going into details, there had been a situation where, you know, she had been accused of not aligning with certain values of the company, and although there was no concrete evidence, nothing had been provided to support those claims, her integrity was being questioned. So this client said, because these people are thinking all these bad things about me, I am thinking maybe they are right. Maybe they see all these horrible things about me because I am horrible and I can't see it, and if I am that horrible, how can I love myself, how can I love myself when I can't see all the ways in which I am unlovable, and they do see them, have you ever felt that way too, I know I have more than once, and I shared about the latest in episode 15. So, yeah, we need to talk about this. We don't give other people authority to define who we are. Hell no! We can accept that others have thoughts about us, most of which we won't ever know. We can also give them permission, quote-unquote, to be wrong about us which is another way to say that we accept that some people will have thoughts about us that we don't like and don't agree with, but we also accept that we can't make them change those thoughts. But we don't let others convince us that we are bad people. And most importantly, we don't withhold love to and from ourselves when others are trying to say that we don't deserve love. Just because someone else might have a bad opinion of you, it doesn't mean you're any less lovable than the moment you were born. It's just another human's opinion about you. And no other human has access to the truth about you. They only see a tiny bit of who you are, and they filter that through their own biases, expectations, traumas, etc., When someone else has a less than favorable thought about you and you hear about it, it's painful. And unfortunately, many of us tend to believe them. And in doing so, we betray ourselves. This comes likely from when we were little because as humans, we are always moving between two poles. On one end, we have attachment and belonging, and on the other end, we have authenticity. The more you lean to authenticity, the more you risk belonging. And if you prioritize belonging, often you need to sacrifice authenticity. And when we are little, attachment and belonging are vital. We need to belong to be protected and be safe and when we lean too much to authenticity, we test the limits that will grant us belonging to the group, to the family, to the caregiver, and we learn that there is only so far that we can go in the direction of authenticity. We, we learn how much we can get away with without breaking that bond that ensures our survival. And as we grow, we stop needing belonging to survive, but it's hard to explore authenticity even as adults because the programming that made us prioritize attachment is well automated in our behavior, but it's crucial to do it. And as adults, we have the opportunity and the duty to self-affirm when you hesitate to give yourself love is also when you need love the most. When everyone around you may turn their backs to you, don't join them. Loving yourself unconditionally means that you don't have conditions that need to be true and only then you will love yourself. It means that no matter what, especially when it's the hardest, you have your back and you are with you. So back to my client, she said, I understand, I've heard this before, but how do I do it? I don't know how to actually do it when it's hard. And that's when I realized why so many of us struggle with loving ourselves when it's the hardest. So love is an action and it's also a feeling. It's something we do, it's actions we take to express and show the love and it's also an emotion that we feel in our body even if we don't act on it. In those hard moments when others suggest that you are a bad person, that you are unlovable, that you are less worthy of love. And they may not say these words, but this is the interpretation that we make, right? So if you believe their thoughts, you will make the conclusion that you are unlovable and that you are not worthy of love. And if you believe their thoughts and you don't actively challenge them or question them, reject them, You can't feel love or take loving actions. You need to say stop. You need to put up a protective boundary when it comes to those thoughts. You need to not let their thoughts and their beliefs about you take hold in your brain. You can't expect to be able to feel love and act out of love for yourself If you don't give these people their thoughts back and you don't choose intentionally your own thoughts about you, it's almost impossible that you will be able to feel and act out of love if you're believing these thoughts about you that others are offering you. The most loving way back to love is to exercise sovereignty over your thoughts. Don't let other people's thoughts make themselves comfortable in your mind. In those situations, when you inadvertently take on negative thoughts about you, is when you need to feel loved the most. And you can, in an instant, do not for one second believe that loving yourself takes a lot of effort and time. You get to practice to make it more automated and make it more like your by default response, sure, but you can feel it today because you don't like it. It's already in you. You only need to release the thoughts that aren't yours that make you feel like you don't love yourself. You just get to drop them and find the beliefs that are already in you that say that you're worthy and lovable just as you are. At the beginning, when you start practicing, it may feel hard. It may feel even unsafe. It may feel foreign and weird. And if that's your experience, just know that it's normal. Because for many of us, Dropping beliefs about yourself that make you feel awful is weird and unfamiliar. We are so used to holding on to these beliefs that make us feel awful, but because we've done that for so long, that feels familiar, and familiar equals safe in our brain. The brain doesn't like to change what it has been doing for so long, New things feel unsafe, so it's okay if it feels weird and unsafe to challenge these beliefs about you. So many of us think that we need these beliefs, this self-judgment to succeed, to achieve, to move forward, to progress. And we have evidence to prove it, we have so many achievements in our past, and we credit the self judgment and being so self critical and not giving ourselves love we credit that for our success but what if we've created all that success in spite of how little we've supported ourselves and loved ourselves huh that's the question that you need to be willing to explore so start With one second, look for that part of you that you don't pay attention to very often, that already believes you are awesome. That part that thinks you're dope and deserve good things. That part of you that knows you're a good person and that even if and when you make mistakes, because you're a human, even if you make mistakes, you're not malicious. That part exists in you, I promise. It's just that you're not used to finding her or paying attention to her, but she's there. Find that part of you that knows you're just as pure and good a human being as you were the moment you were born. Find that baby that you once were or that little kid that was too young to filter what she wanted to believe about herself and just absorbed what was offered to her at that time and what seemed useful or necessary to believe. She did her best, but what served to believe back then is not what you need to believe about you now. So thank her and release her from having to keep beliefs that limit her. Release her from having to give importance to the thoughts other grown-ups have about her, because now she's a grown-up too. Hold her in your attention. Rest your attention on her for one second, or more if you can hold her for longer, and you will feel that unconditional love for yourself. You don't need to work on it. You don't need to strive. You don't need to earn it. The love for yourself is already there and always has been. All right, my loves. This one was a little bit longer, but it's so, so important. I hope it's resonating with you. And if it is, I am asking for your support again to please help me spread the word. There are two main things that you can do that only take a couple of minutes of your time. One is share this episode with one person that you love and will benefit from it. And the second is go to Apple or Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and an honest review. I truly and deeply appreciate those of you who have done it. Also, currently, and this is May 2023, I have three spots available for one-on-one coaching and all are during office hours Eastern time. So if you have been considering one-on-one coaching, this is your sign to reach out and set up a consult. It's free and on that call, we both can get a feel for each other and see if we want to work together. To book this consult, go to the first link in my bio on Instagram, and you can find me there as at Fuertes Carola, or you can also email me at carolafuertes at gmail.com, and please tell me your time zone so we can set it up quickly. Okay, I'll be back next week, and in the meantime, practice dropping into self-love every day. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Try to arrive all at once at that feeling of acceptance, appreciation, and love. Do that by dropping any attachment to stories that aren't yours and aren't helpful or true. Even one second at a time makes a difference and you deserve it. That's all for now, my lovely humans. Bye-bye.